I'm really taking my time with this. So, shall we start? Chapter 8. The Potions Master At the start of term banquet, Harry had got the idea that Professor Snape disliked him. By the end of the first potion lesson, he knew he had been wrong. Snape didn't dislike Harry, he hated him. Potions lesson took place down in one, one of the dungeons. It was colder here than up in the main castle, and would have been quite creepy enough without the piglet animals floating in the glass jars all around the walls. Snape, like Flitwick, started the class by taking the register, and like Flitwick, he paused at Harry's name. Ah, yes, he said softly. Harry Potter, our new celebrity. Draco Malfoy and his friends, Krabby and Coyle, sniggered behind their hands. Snape finished calling the names and looked up at the class. His eyes were black like Hagrid's, but they had none of Hagrid's warmth. They were cold and empty and made you think of dark tunnels. You are here to learn the subtle science and exact art of the potion making, he began. He spoke in barely more than a whisper. But they caught every word, like Professor McGonagall. Snape had the gift of keeping a class silent without effort. As they're a little foolish wand waving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. I don't expect you will really understand the beauty of, of the softly simmering cauldron with these shimmering fumes, the delicate power of liquids that creep through humans' veins, bewitching the mind and sneering the sense. I can teach you how the bottle fame Brew glory, even stop or death, if you aren't as big as a bunch of thunderheads as I usually have to teach. More silence followed this little speech. Harry and Ron exchanged looks and raised eyebrows. Hermione Granger was on the edge of her seat and looked desperate to start proving that she wasn't a thunderhead. Potter, said Snape suddenly, what would I get if I added powdered root of aspodel to an infusion of wormwood? Powdered root of what? Infusion of what? Harry glanced at the Ron, who looked as stumped as he was. Hermione's hand had stood shoot in the hair. I don't know, sir, said Harry. Snape's lips curled in a sneer. <laughs> Fame clearly isn't anything. He ignored Hermione's hand. Let's try again, Potter. Where would you look if I told you to find me a bezoar? Hermione stretched her hand as high into the air as it would go without her leaving her seat, but Harry didn't have the faintest idea what a bezoar was. He tried not to look at Malfoy, Krabby and Coyle, who were shaking with laughter. I don't know, sir. Thought you wouldn't open a book before coming, huh, Potter? Harry forced himself to keep looking straight into those cold eyes. He had looked through his books at the Dursleys, but this Snape expect him to remember everything in 1,000 magical herbs and fungi? Snape was still ignoring Hermione's quivering hand. What is the difference, Potter, between monkshot and wolfbane? At this, Hermione stood up, her hand stretching towards the dungeon ceiling. I don't know, said Harry quietly. I think Hermione does, though. Why don't you try her? A few people laughed. Harry caught Seamus' eyes and Seamus winked. Snape, however, was not pleased. Sit down, he snapped at Hermione. For your information, Potter, asphalt and wormwood make a sleeping potion. So powerful it is known as the draught of living death. A bezoar is a stone 
taken from the stomach of a goat and it will save you from the most potions. As for monkshoot and wolfsbane, they are the same plant which also goes by the name of aconite. Well, why aren't you all copying that down? There was a sudden rummaging of squirrels and parchment over the noise, Snape said, and the point will be taken from Gryffindor House for your cheek, Potter. Things didn't improve for the Gryffindors as the potion lesson continued. Snape put them all into pairs and set them to mixing up a simple potion to cure boils. He swept around his long black cloak, watching them wait dried nettles and crushed snake fangs, criticizing almost everyone except Malfoy, who he seemed to like. He was just telling everyone to look at the perfect way Malfoy had stewed his horned slugs when clouds of acid green smoke and a loud hissing filled the dungeon. Neville had somehow managed to melt Seamus' cauldron into a twisted blob, and their potion was seeping across the stone floor, burning holes in people's shoes. Within seconds, the whole class were standing on their stools, while Neville, who had been drenched in the potion when the cauldron collapsed, moaned in pain as angry red balls sprang all over his arms and legs. Idiot boy, snailed Snape clearing the spilled potion away with one wave of his wand. I suppose you added the porpikin quills before taking the cauldron off the fire. Neville whimpered as boils started to pop up all over his nose. Take him up to the hospital wing, Snape spat at Seamus. Then he rounded on Harry and Ron, who had been working next to Neville. You, Potter, why you didn't tell him not to add the quills? Thought he made it make you look good if you got it wrong, did you? That's another point you have lost for Gryffindor. This was so unfair that Harry opened his mouth to argue, but Ron kicked him behind their cauldron. Don't push it, he muttered. I've heard Snape can turn very nasty.